Can you hear me? Mm. <laughs> I can leave that in. That'll be great. Welcome to my podcast. Um, my name is Josephine Hesse. This is for my crime media and culture class. My this podcast is going to be about um, a catalyst for change in our society, specifically how the media affects our emotional climate in our society, um, being fear and how we perceive each other due to it. Would you like to introduce yourself? My name is Andrew Beamer. I'm a college dropout and a general delinquent. So, given the fact that we're just starting on this, how do you... How would you see the... um, How do you feel about the media and how it influences our emotional climate in our society today? It's kind of a dangerous tool. I mean, it puts everything on display for you know, the whole nation to see. That can be a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. For one, you know, in theory, it's perfect. You know, nothing secret, but at the same time, media is a business. You got to make money so they control what you do and what you don't see. You know, take it for example, you know, cop violence. Up until a few years ago, you know, it was never white cop shoots black man. You know. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, probably right after Ferguson, that's all that's in the news. And yeah. you know, it puts emphasis on white cop, black man. Yeah. Yeah, and then it makes it makes it seem like there's a you know, like it's an an epidemic. When in reality, you know, <clears throat> the stories are far and few between. You know, now the media is looking looking for them way harder than they were beforehand. Yeah, and like even then, now the tensions between cops and everyone else is just so different, and it's not good. It's really just it's caused a lot of problems. And you're right, it really didn't show up until after the Ferguson thing happened. The, like, there has been some police brutality before, but it was brought into the light. And there's just way, there's so much of it. And now that they're making the cops say they got to wear, you know, those body cams or have dash cams. And then there's people just blatantly disrespecting the police that are just doing their jobs. <laughs> I hate to see that. All right, right. Um, I mean, it don't, it don't help that, you know, it, it don't take a business genius to realize, you know, wow, I cover, cover these in a negative light and really gets people's blood boiling. Now they're tuning in all the time. You know, if I keep these stories, go, stories going on, I'm going to have more viewers. I'm going to make more money. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I think, I think that's a huge thing. The fact that 
you know, violent crime also gets this in more views than say um, embezzlement of like a company would, even though the white collar crimes definitely outweigh the violent crimes that happen. And I don't know about you, but I mean, you've seen the my keychain with my keys on it. And it has that self defense, like <laughs> basically brass knuckles. And oh, I always, jinky. yeah, I always have it with me because if I'm out on my own at night that I just feel so uncomfortable and I immediately think of all the TV shows, movies, and like all the um, articles that I've seen or heard or all the crime that happens on Snapchat, you know, you're able to get that so fast now. Not a fun time. I think that the media definitely, they like, well, they have to get their views somehow and they're going to do it through choosing the interesting stuff. Because even I'm like, I wouldn't want to read something on embezzlement either. (laughs) Like, that's not a fun thing. Right. (laughs) Kind of a, you know, boring, you know, quote unquote crime. Yeah. Even though it happens to so many other people also can you imagine just (laughs) watching some video on traffic violations in court or something like that yeah exactly it's just not gonna happen would be funny if it did but that stuff's just not not happening so i mean like you look at you know like you just said tv shows you know like csi and cis you know shit like that Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's a murder or human trafficking or, you know, pedophile or rape or yeah. some more more of a violent crime in nature compared to, you know, like you just said, embezzlement, bribery, yeah. traffic violation. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That, that in turn definitely influences the way that, you know, people see crime. Like, because nowadays... Um, I don't know if you remember in any of the classes that we took for psychology, but the crime rate is going down, but with the way that the media, well, it's going down, like compared to the 1990s, like late 1980s, early 1990s, it was really high up there. And the media, there was a, <laughs> this was from a 1994 Um, article about ABC like the evening show and there was a 164% increase of the use of the word fear Uh, like back then I guess it would have been more prominent a prominent thing just because media was when was I don't know when the TV was made but it just became more of a thing so you know, a lot of it's you know propaganda. Yeah, and it's brand new. Uh, the drug propaganda stuff from the nineteen seventies ish that Nixon had. Yeah. Yeah, those videos are ridiculous. Like <laughs> you watch it, and it, we laugh at it now, but back then, that actually, that kind of stuff actually freaked people out. And that's how you know he accomplish his goal of getting drugs to be outlawed but 
I was looking up some of those videos the other day and I just was laughing <laughs> because they're just so ridiculous. But as yeah, I was it's saying, more of a joke now than it would be anything else. Yeah. And like, as I was saying, the media was so really new then and it never had been used for um, like a political game really much before. And so suddenly, instead of just getting truthful news, these people are getting, everyone's getting um, just all the negativity and that fear mongering that you were talking about to be afraid of the drugs. And uh, it's just too funny. Those videos are great. But nowadays, we just see that You know, people, the media is literally so ingrained in our society. (sighs) I don't know about you, but I'm like on my phone all the time. So, yeah, that's kind of most people nowadays. Yeah. And for the most part, I think most people that aren't idiots know that they cannot see or they cannot believe everything that they see, read, or hear on social media or anywhere else online <laughs> you would think you would think we would we would hope we certainly would hope and we got how um like even then we have news stations like uh, fox news and cnn but they're just so biased problem with like news channels like that though is at that point you know they've lost touch with the fact that they're news media and they're now more in tune with the fact that they're entertainment but yeah the like the biases keep clouding the truth of you know the news that people try and get and i was reading this article that i had to do the class and it was this guy the experiment where he basically swore off all types of news from online and only got his news from the newspaper, the daily newspaper. And at the end of the day, he said that he was more informed with just the newspaper than, you know, getting it on all the social media or just on Google in general. Or I mean, like, it's kind of yeah. It's kind of like what you're saying with everyone on their everyone's on their phone all the time. Yeah, everyone's got a smartphone pretty much. So you know, with that being said, the world's more connected now than it's ever been in the past. You know, something happens mm-hmm. to the other side of the world, you can know within you know the next thirty minutes if, if you know media gets it up. Yeah, and you know, while you know, you could argue maybe newspapers are going to leave you more informed you're going to be the last to know. You know, you got to wait for that newspaper to get published. Wait for the article to get written. Wait for it to get edited. Wait for it to get distributed. Whereas, you know, online, a few clicks of buttons, there it is for the whole world to see. Yeah. Which is, it is a good thing, but at the same time, you know, with the daily newspapers, they have the time to, you know, research the facts and they want that since they, you know, they only put it out once a day. Hence, daily newspaper. 
right. but it's just like I I do get a lot of my some of the information that I read just from either I like to go on BBC sometimes Snapchat will give like I guess interesting stories it's not like I don't trust it but I'll just look at it especially when I'm bored but I would rather look at BBC news because they're pretty I think they're pretty pretty good about not having any bias in it especially since they you know it's more of a international thing looking in on america instead of (laughs) fox news or cnn trying to you know pander to their audience with their political bias right but like even that in turn those it's just like all the news stations they have to do that you know they have to make people happy somehow to get the views that they need so they have to give the audience what they want through their political bias or just from those stories uh, that are more interesting which just kind of sucks because you know everyone's everyone becomes paranoid at the end of the day (laughs) and like so uncertain of each other that they don't want to I don't know so many people are just so afraid because way back when I'm sure that they didn't really lock their doors at home whenever they went out yeah yeah. they didn't think that people would, I guess, go and steal. But, like, uh, one of my friends on Fort Riley, he was telling me that his family doesn't ever lock their door. But, I mean, it's Fort Riley. What kind of crime is really going to happen that often? He was like, yeah, we trust each other not to, like, go into each other's house and steal stuff. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really happen. I don't know. I would just be way too paranoid. Seen too much. I mean, like, I don't know. I think that's just a little too trusting on that individual. Yeah, I agree. And then there's... um, Yeah, MPs are on four-way for a reason. My dad works with MPs. Tells me shit all the time. It happens. Yeah. So, you know, personally, I always expect the worst. You know, so trucks always locked, house always locked. You know, full blinds are closed at night, open during the day. Yeah. Yeah, I do that too. And then, like, um, my parents were always worried about, you know, keeping the porch light on or making it look like we're at home, even if we're out of town, because my dad was super paranoid about, you know, people coming in and mm-hmm. stealing stuff, which my dad's got does a, have- uh, my dad's entire house is set up with uh, it's all like smart technology. It's kind of like implemented, you know, Alexa and shit like that. Yeah. So like every night, at like six thirty or something, the you know all the the hallway lights and living room lamps and stuff turn on. Even when they're not home, you know, they could be out of town for a week, and it still turns on to make the appearance that someone's in there. Yeah. Yeah, we had to. We have to have a family member can do it because my parents are on the home technology stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, but they also have them like water their plants, so I guess it works out in the end. Even like people just they're so afraid of it, and even at night, if I'm walking by myself, you know, I have those those kitty knuckles on my keys, 
like there in case something happens, which it, nothing probably ever will. If it does, I kind of want something to happen so I can hit somebody, but <laughs> uh, it's not the way to look at it. I don't really want to get attacked. So, <laughs> but even if I'm walking home at night or something and there's someone behind me, I, I also get kind of a little paranoid in my mind immediately goes to, you know, like all the news stories that I've seen or the TV shows that I've watched. And I'll just get scared that like they're coming after me, even if they're not, it's just so, it's just kind of so silly, but you know, nothing I can do about it. Cause that's what a lot of our society teaches us. Just to not trust one another, which sucks. And um, did you see that story about that girl who thought that some man was her Uber? And so she got into the car and he wasn't her Uber and he ended up killing her. Yeah, I think I seen something on that the other day. I thought it was her Uber driver, though, that kidnapped her and drove off. Oh, I don't remember if it was, I don't remember if it actually was her Uber or if it wasn't, but. but like that, raped her and. Yeah, they killed her. She's like Snapchatting it the whole way and no one could find her. Yeah, and it sucks. And I was reading another story, which this, that's which what reminded me of that story. But um, there was this guy who kidnapped this woman realtor. Which nowadays, um, I found out that the women realtors who are like showing off homes and whatnot, you know, those house showings, they have to mm-hmm. do it in partners because they're so afraid of, you know, something happening. And I guess with fair suspicion, because this lady was by herself and she got kidnapped by this guy and raped and killed and the whole thing was broadcasted on snap it was posted on snapchat (laughs) this guy posted it on snapchat while he was doing it it's like people live streaming all sorts of stupid shit on facebook yeah yeah like those people that tortured that uh mentally handicapped guy Mm, had it fucking live streamed on facebook the entire time yeah and then there's um like this story was this high schooler had posted on his Snapchat during a school shooting, not the shooter, but like he was a student and he was filming it as it was happening. And you can hear all the screams of the other students. You can see like the dust that was or the part of the wall, I guess. I don't really know. I couldn't tell, but it was as the, shooter was shooting through the wall like you could just see it happening it's just so awful and then there's that have you are you have you been kind of up to date on the pewdiepie thing you know like they're like you know subscribe to pewdiepie and all this Uh, shit the muslim shooting in australia and what he had written on his gun or subscribe to pewdiepie or something yeah he and he said it at the end and he live live recorded the entire thing yeah so it's just man the media can be so helpful but is also just so it is dangerous it is a dangerous tool and if used poorly it's just not good and i think also a lot of people a lot of people are so naive and they think that 
you know, all these social influencers are to be trusted, like, 100%, even, like, with literally everything they say, which is why, you know, they have, they're sponsored by brands and all this stuff because people will buy them after they say, hey, this stuff works. And... I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you're sitting, you know, you're saying that, you know, those Nixon, you know, drug commercials and whatnot, you know, it's a joke now, but it's pretty much the same thing, you know? But yeah, it really is. And you know, I was just saying, you, you would hope people are smart enough to see through shit like that, but prime example. Yeah. And at the time, it seems so important and, you know, it was like mm-hmm. casting fear into their heads, you know, freaking them out. No, you just like you just really don't see the secret agendas that are behind everything and no oh, yeah and, and you know you can't and it's kind of like you know we're you know, sitting here talking about how you know, the media <clears throat> controls you know what people can and can't see for the most part and you know like like with the cop violence you know they you know they realize you know these get a lot of views and now they're going to look a lot harder to pull more attention to the those stories when they happen, but you know, I'll also be on the flip side is, you know, I'm I'm gonna put a lot of attention on pu- publishing these stories, getting people to see these stories, and very little attention on this topic, so that you know there's less light shine on shown on that. Yeah, it's, they just have so much power that they can do it. It's insane, and like a lot of the uh, media, they can. As I said, dude, they have so much power. And also, a lot of the time, even if they wanted to broadcast something about some political figure, they might get a huge backlash. And a lot of them are not willing to, you know, take the consequences of that. Kind of sucks because then that just means that um, the truth isn't really going to come out. And then, you know, all it does is really publish, you know, punish, you know, society or, you know, the everyday. Yeah. Yeah. Then they know nothing about what's going on. But then they yeah, and even before the war on drugs with Nixon we had McCarthy with the red hair. No McCarthyism. Yeah. Using rumors and hearsay to do whatever he wants to get rid of people. Yeah, the whole uh I'm not going to point any fingers, but, you know, so-and-so is a communist. I'll, I have proof. I'll publish it. Just not right now. Yeah. And then never ended up publishing it. But, yeah. you know, it was during a wartime. So all these people, again, are they're using that fear to just feed and get them to where they need to be. Man, I can't even imagine just, like, pointing at someone and be like, they're a bad person. Persecute them. <laughs> and then I'll be like a multitude of people just following along and doing what I say. That's kind of like, you know, not to get all over the topic of, you know, Trump or politics in general, but people are always comparing Trump to Hitler, but, you know, more accurate comparisons probably Trump and McCarthy. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of goes side and side with blindly believing, you know, celebrities and what they say. Yeah, Trump says something un unfound and unproven about you know another candidate or another political figure, or another celebrity, and you've got his followers that you know there's no way Trump would lie to me. 
So I completely believe him. Yeah. Another really good, you know, I don't know if you have this in your research or not, is uh, that I think it was like a white, a right wing media wrote a fake story on a pizza place that Clinton and Bernie Sanders, whatever, were running like a child molestation ring or human trafficking or something along those lines. They just blindly believed that story. And he went to that pizzeria with armed, you know, guns. He was there to to free the kids and the traffickers that you know didn't exist. It's just a fake story. Oh my gosh, I did not hear that that happened. Yeah, that was a while back. He just you know blindly believed what the article on Facebook was. And... Yeah, I just and it, man. Even when like with bad stuff like that, which that's a prime example. When the the bad stuff comes out, like people are gonna believe that right away because you know they think immediate danger like gotta get this taken care of and then it just kind of i don't know i guess it would make me paranoid too for certain stuff like if, the, if something happened in um my community i'd probably be freaking worried too like uh they had that the kansas shooting the kansas shooting the that shooting over by the did you hear about that over by the founders building road rage incident yeah <laughs> road rage but, like, at the time, you know, clearly they didn't know. They had to investigate it. But the, like, half the entire of campus was on lockdown because they were so afraid of it spreading and getting worse. And we had um, some of the instructors in the RTC building, General Myers, they were, like, <laughs> they were constantly looking out the window with, like, hands on their hip worried but like ready it's just crazy how people have to get ready for that and like for all the school shootings you know they're talking about letting teachers hold arms like be be up in arms in case this stuff happens oh uh, like in florida yeah. teachers teachers can opt in to be trained by the local sheriff department to carry arms yeah which I mean is like fair because we've had so many shootings, but I don't know. I don't. Problem is, you know, that it's, it's just that and we're kind of getting a little far away from your media topic, but you know, especially when it comes to firearms, but yeah, it's funny. You know, that people get. So, you you know, you got both ends of extremes, and it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just thinking mostly on, yeah, we we were getting off topic, that was my bad, but I was mostly thinking of, like, it's just gotten, you know, with the media saying all this stuff's been happening, like, with the police brutality and all the shootings and everything else, like, everything is just spreading like wildfire, and people are just believing, you know, literally anything they hear, and if a politician says that it's horrible and like all this stuff must be got, must be done. It's kind of like a um, Frankenstein type of thing where they say that the monster is a monster and then they go after it, you know, with pitchforks and fire and whatnot. And so all that's right. what a lot of people are doing. Um, but like, even then our crime rates aren't even, <laughs> aren't even half as high as it used to be that did you see that um that picture 
on the document I sent you. Yeah, so much. Yeah, so it's like it really spiked late 1980s, 1990s for violent crime. And the fact that the, like the word, the usage of fear was is in 164% increase. It just kind of shows that it hasn't ever really changed because, you know, they probably figured out at that point that it gets so much attention from the public. You know, they get their views, they get their money, they get their support, so they're going to continue it. But in reality, it's not even half as bad as it used to be. I don't want to say that we have a whole big brother situation and like censorship because you know that's obviously against the constitution and like really so much of what America stands for but I feel like it is a problem with the fact that we see all this stuff and I guess it's it's so hard because humans are human we're emotional beings and you know, you'll see or believe whatever you hear. Um, and don't want to censor anything. It's just, man, it's really hard to think of a solution to this type of problem because it's not like the media has so much power and influence, and most people don't even realize it. You know, they just pitter pattering around their normal life, not worried about anything. What do you think about that? How would you think about people that want to censor the media? Talking about just like the average show or, you know, like people in positions of power? Uh, I guess it would be positions of power, like just not even censoring. It's mostly just like trying to get more of the truth out, I guess. Trying, even if it's like a boring newscast. See, it's just, it's so ingrained in our media that it's, there's, like, no one solution to fix something like this. It's good, it's a, like, a good topic to just think about, and that definitely is not, violent crime is not a huge, as huge of a thing as it, as the media says to be. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's definitely something to think about. One of those things, you know, you need to keep your eyes open. Think for yourself. You know, don't be a sheep. Yeah. Which a lot of America just is, especially when it's consu- when it's consuming like all the stuff that's coming out of social media or just any media in general. And then they, you know, their first reaction is fear, and that's what they're probably going to stick with a lot of the time. And you know, if you even if you so if you hear something about. Uh, alleged criminal, but if and you're like them, like you think, wow, they're such a bad person. Like even if they're exonerated or they're found not guilty, and they find, you know, they find the actual person that committed a crime, that person that was already like pinpointed to be the person that did it, their life is practically ruined. Because I get those, you know, Salem witch hunt going. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're with that mob mentality. Yeah. Like, exactly like how McCarthyism works, too. Exactly right. You're exactly communist. Right. 
You're a communist. You have to be. You must be a spy. But yeah, then their lives are ruined. Even if, even if they didn't do anything, that's because of you know how fast some information spread, or how the media portrayed them in whatever news story that they did. Something else that I've always found pretty interesting is. So it's, you know, people say, you know, numbers don't lie. And, you know, almost every news story has some type of statistic to go with it. You miss you, you know, even your little chart there that talks about you know, the increase of the word fear and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You, know, you take a look at Fox News and they say, you know, they have these numbers to support this argument. And you, you look at CNN, they have different numbers that show the complete opposite side. And it's kind of like, you know, well, someone's lying. Mm-hmm. You know, but they both have these numbers that come from different studies. It's, it's kind of the idea that, you know, numbers can be manipulated to show anything. Yeah. Which is exactly what they do. And um, I was trying to get some real, like, percentages on how different it is for how the media portrays how much violent crime there is versus what it actually is. And I couldn't find it. It was just a lot of... It wasn't even a percentage. It was just numbers from surveys that um, some companies had gone through to try and see, you know, how much crime was actually happening. But that the fact that people still think that violent crime is like on the increase instead of the decline just kind of goes to show that the media has so much, that all that power. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. I, you know, I could go probably go find sources and numbers, you know, that argue against you know what you're arguing. You know, that the that emotions aren't really linked to media, and that you know media is good for us. And <laughs> if you do video games, you're violent. Yeah, exactly. But... You know, and vaccines cause autism, stuff like that. <laughs> anti-vaccination perfect um you think like that that also kind of (laughs) is a good example about like even with the media um we have so many anti-vaxxers that are just like it causes so many problems and like all this shit but it's not true even even with the facts in front of them even scientific facts like they're not they're not gonna believe it they're gonna believe whatever the hell they want to believe like, there was yeah. a, a Facebook story about a mom that was, you know, <laughs> did you see that where her child got hit by a car? Which, it's not the funny part, but it's <laughs> sad. It's sad that it happened. <laughs> but um, the mom was like, yeah, the I got my daughter, like, back like a week before, and it, it made her magnetized or whatever. Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I was like, what? How can these people believe it? And, like, to us, it's funny, just like, you know, the propaganda videos um, from the war on drugs, but these people really believe it. And then, do you have any other ideas that we can talk about for the fear media and fear and crime? No, I think, you know, that pretty much covers the gist of it. Yeah. Uh, Well, thanks for talking with me about this. Thank you very much, my dude.
<laughs> Signing off. Yeah. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. So this took a lot of time on my part and on my friend's time for helping me out. So I want to give big thanks to that. I'm sorry if the audio was a little bit whack here and there. This is the first time I've recorded using this app, so I was getting used to it. Um, Yeah, I hope you somewhat enjoyed it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you and goodbye.